0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. It's Thursday, September 24th, 2020. On this show, we got the Miami Dolphins taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Duval. That's right. Jaguars aren't taken and Gardner Minshew is for real. And we also have game four of the Eastern Conference final as Miami takes a commanding 3-1 lead over the Boston Celtics. Thanks to a hero, Tyler Hero. Scores 32 points. He's a difference maker. One good thing about the Miami Heat is they have an outstanding bench. And maybe that depth could get them over the hump and possibly win the NBA Finals. How sweet would that be? Probably will take on the Los Angeles Lakers. It's looking like a good NBA Final as LeBron will take on his former team. But let's not get ahead of ourselves too much. We also have the Stanley Cup Finals as the Tampa Bay Lightning defeat the Dallas Stars to take a 2-1 lead in that series. The Tampa Bay Lightning are trying to win their first Stanley Cup since 2004, and we all know what happened the year after. That's right, lockout. Actually, I think the lockout is one of the reasons why the Atlanta Thrashers don't exist anymore. that's neither here or there. Going to talk about some fantasy football, and I will also give you my top five NFL teams. Switching gears, we're going to talk about the Atlanta Braves as they win another game, and led by a strong performance by their bullpen. Max Fried, unfortunately, left the game early, and we'll see what the status is on his injury. Hopefully, it's not too serious, and he can start in the postseason. I would just shut him down for the rest of the regular season. Let him pitch game one in the postseason. I would send Ian Anderson to the mound in game two. And then after that, we got Kyle Wright, Bryce Wilson, Josh Tomlin. It's really pitcher by committee. But right now you have two strong, solid starters in the Braves pitching rotation. Their bullpen has kind of been spotty this year, but overall has been good. Manager Brian Stinker has done a great job getting this team ready with the pandemic going on and fans have have not been allowed at Truitt's Park. It has been a very tough season for not just the Braves, but the entire Major League Baseball organizations. We've had COVID outbreaks. We've had delays. We've had teams that had to play double headers just about every night. Cardinals playing catch-up. We had the Houston Astros series getting canceled. We had the Giants and the Mariners series getting canceled because of air quality. Had nothing to do with COVID. Speaking of the San Francisco Giants, they won last night to actually have a lead in the final playoff spot in the National League. If they clinch a playoff berth, it will be the first. First time since 2016 and knowing that the San Francisco Giants like to perform well in the even years it would be fitting for them to make the postseason and doing it without Buster Posey, a lot of those players that was on that team or in the early decade, last decade, are not there anymore, and they are doing it with uh, the grandson of Carl Yastrzemski, so that is actually pretty cool. And a rise, an upcoming, an upcoming and rising star of a catcher in Joey Bart. Congratulations to the Tampa Bay Rays. We're wrapping up their first AL East crown since 2010. As you know, we have a Thursday night game tonight in Jacksonville. The Miami Dolphins will take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. And one interesting note is that Ryan Fitzpatrick will start the game. When will it be time for Tua Tagovailoa to take over the starting role? We've seen success of the NFL rookie quarterbacks this year, including Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. With that being said, I think that Tua still hasn't recovered from his injury because if he was completely healthy, he would have been the starter day one. He is a playmaker, just like Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray. He is the type of player that can be a game changer. If you want to talk about fantasy football, some of the players that you probably want to start, Miles Gaskin at running back, if you picked him off waiver wire, Devontae Parker going to have a good game for the Dolphins. I wouldn't start Fitzpatrick. He's going to have some interceptions. I wouldn't start any of the defenses tonight as well. DJ Chart might be a good pickup. And I actually saw Gardner Minshew on waiver wires. I think Gardner Minshew could have some fantasy points. If you have a top tier quarterback on your fantasy league, it would be good. I, I think Gardner Minshew would be a good waiver wire pickup if you're on a buy some notes the bears and the falcons we got the falcons favored by three at the mercedes-benz i don't know if i would start the bears defense if you have matt ryan as your second tier quarterback i'd start him he'd give you some fantasy points it's so unpredictable you don't know what type of matt ryan you're gonna get especially with a bears defense that's pretty good all right you got the los angeles rams and the buffalo bills the battle of two two and oh teams buffalo is favored by two right there i would i would start raw Robert Woods uh, I wouldn't I would bench Jared Goff against that Buffalo defense tonight in the Western Conference final game 4 you got the Los Angeles Lakers taking on the Denver Nuggets the Nuggets are down 2 to 1 and is Jamal Murray the next big star. He's definitely not a role player, but he stepped up big in game three when he scored 28 points and 12 assists. The Nuggets had to hold off the Lakers, but let's see if the Lakers make adjustments and try to stop Jamal Murray. All right, I want to talk about the NFL teams that I'm ranking. I'm going to start one through five. After two weeks of football, after two weeks of football, I strongly believe that the Baltimore Ravens are still the best team in the NFL. They have a big test against the Kansas City Chiefs, and it will be a clash of the Titans. We'll see who is the better team, and Lamar Jackson has proven that he is a top-tier quarterback. One interesting thing about the Baltimore Ravens is they play really good team defense. They don't have a star wide receiver, and their tight end Andrews is okay. It's all about Lamar Jackson making plays. The Baltimore Ravens are my pick for the number one team in the NFL so far after two weeks. Number two. It's no surprise, even though they had a comeback win over the Los Angeles Chargers, that the Kansas City Chiefs are my number two team in the National Football League. And why? Because they have Patrick Mahomes. They have an outstanding running back in Clyde Edwards-Olaire. They have deep threats. Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, Nico Hardman and one of the best tight ends in all of football, Travis Kelsey. The Kansas City Chiefs are ranked number two. Number three, the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson is having a great season, off to a great start with nine touchdowns, one interception, and that was an interception that wasn't his fault. It was a tipped pass, and it was a pick six. But he managed to overcome and score five touchdowns to five different receivers. The Seattle Seahawks do have – the Seattle Seahawks has Russell Wilson playing like an MVP, They have a great running game in Chris Carson and Carlos Hyde. Their wide receivers are outstanding, D.K. Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. But if the Seahawks have a weakness, they do not have a pass rush, and their offensive line is average at best. The Seattle Seahawks know how to get it done. Pete Carroll has decided to just give the offense to Russell Wilson and let him make plays. I have Seattle at number three. Number four, the Green Bay Packers. Something about Aaron Rodgers this year. He's playing with his hair on fire. Aaron Jones is an outstanding running back, and the Packers still have a great defense with the Smith brothers. The Packers knew what it took to draft defensive players, and the one weakness is that they don't have a big-time wide receiver after Devontae Adams. He was injured in the game against the Lions, and Green Bay just doesn't really have... A tight end that Aaron Rodgers relies on throwing to. Jimmy Graham is no longer there. I still think that Aaron Rodgers, so far, the first two games of the season, I know you could say, well, who have they played? They played a struggling Vikings team and a Lions team. A Lions team with a lame duck head coach. The big test for the Packers will be the Sunday night game when they take on the New Orleans Saints. Will that ferocious Saints pass rush Rattle Aaron Rodgers enough to make mistakes. Aaron Rodgers does not throw that many interceptions, but he does ad lib a lot of plays. And I think that under Matt LaFleur's offense, Aaron Rodgers can settle down. This will be the true test for the Green Bay Packers, but I still have them as my number fourth ranked team in the NFL so far this season. Number five, the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams are just doing it, not with smoke and mirrors. It's Sean McVeigh and his brilliant offense. Their running backs. Henderson, Brown, doesn't matter who their running backs are. They don't need Todd Gurley. The Rams are showing that it wasn't a fluke after making to the Super Bowl two years ago and not making the playoffs last year. Remember, this was still a competitive Rams team that had a shot at sneaking into the playoffs toward the end of the season. They played the 49ers very well. Tyler Higbee is a talented tight end. They have probably the best receiving core in all of football with Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, and Jared Goff is playing like a Pro Bowl quarterback. Sean McVay has got him going, and they had a very convincing win against a pretty good Eagles team on the road. 37-19 last week. The big test for the LA Rams will come when they take on the Buffalo Bills in week three. We'll see how that goes. Both teams are 2-0. And when I make my picks, I'm going to see what type of teams we'll have in week three. Well, that's all the time I have on the show. I just want to thank all my listeners who have downloaded my show. Don't forget to like my Facebook page, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.